All right, guys, welcome back to a new teaching. Today, we begin with the book of Philippians. And so, you know, as we always do, we always start with an introduction to the book. And it is important. I, I don't know if I've ever really talked about this, but it's important to kind of do uh, an overall. That's what the introduction is all about. An overall view of the book. And this is what we call uh, a macroscopic inspection of the book. That is to look at the book as a whole. You read all the way through the book. <laughs> Normally I would do this, of course, for you guys. But as we all work through it, you read all the way through the book. Uh, this gives you an overall, a general idea. That's what we call it. Macrospective general idea of the book. And then as we work through the book, looking at the scriptures in particular, verse by verse, we get a microspective uh, perspective of the book. And that is we look intently at the verses themselves and you pull out more information, but all of it constitutes to the overall understanding of the book. But I won't go into all of that. I just want to emphasize to you that these introductions, even though, and they are for the most part brief, and this one will be pretty brief itself, what it entails and why it is important. But anyway, so Philippians, this is the book that we'll be doing uh, today in our introduction of the book. So we want to start as always with the author of the book and the book has a Pauline authorship. That is, it was written by the apostle Paul. We see that in one of the very first verses of the book itself. And this is not contradicted by a number of people, but this is a, a generally accepted view that Paul is the author of the book of Philippians and the date of the book. Now, the issue concerning the date of the book is uh, clearly if Philippians is a prison epistle, but for which imprisonment is it and the general idea or the generally accepted view to the which I also hold to is that it was a Roman epistle. That is Roman imprisonment epistle. That is Paul wrote this epistle to the Philippians during his first Roman imprisonment, which should give the book a date of around 61, 62, or you can even say 60 to 62 AD. Uh, but to be more specific, you can say 61, 62. And it seems that this book was written during the latter part of Paul's Romans imprisonment, first Romans imprisonment, uh, because it appeared that he believed that he would soon be released. Uh, I don't know if I should say soon, but the idea of his being released uh, was somehow evident to Paul, was believed by Paul. And this was not seen in certain of his other uh, prison epistles. And we see that as far as these epistles that were written during Paul's first Roman imprisonment, uh, Ephesians, Philippians, this book, Colossians, as well as Philemon. And Paul wrote these epistles during his first Roman imprisonment. But when we look in the book of Ephesians, Paul did not give any kind of hint to whether or not he would be released. But in this epistle, first chapter, we'll see as we get into the text, there seems to be 
Paul's idea that he would soon be or, or one day be released from this imprisonment. So therefore we give it this latter part of 61, 62 AD, that latter part of the dating. Now, the purpose of this epistle, for the most part, the idea of this epistle in general is um, uh, thank you. And we'll, and we'll see that for the most part at the end of this very short epistle, because the Philippian church had sent several gifts uh, twice to Paul. I think was it in, was, was in Thessalonica when they sent twice to him and then even once to when Paul was in Corinth. But we know of three particular gifts that the church has sent to him along with one of the members of the church, Epaphroditus. We'll see all of this at the end of the epistle that the Philippian church had sent carrying this gift to Paul and also with the mindset to serve or to minister to Paul while he was imprisoned. So one of the primary purposes of this epistle that Paul wrote to them is to say, thank you for your generous support. And as we'll see, especially during the end of this epistle, this was a very giving church. And one of the reasons we can also see for the purposes of this letter is to encourage them to live Christian lives, to live Christian lives. All right. But now let's just simply move into the theme of this book. The theme of when I say book, we understand it, the epistle, the theme we can see there is a, 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 a word that almost permeates this epistle and that is joy. And so in the theme of the epistle, one of the resounding notes of Paul is about joy, his joy, their joy, joy in the Lord, the joy in their salvation. So this, uh, by, by the occurrence of this term in so many different types of ways, we understand that Paul is happy and joyous, and he wants these Philippian Christians to rejoice, rejoice in the God of their salvation, rejoice in their salvation, even to have a sense of rejoicing in their fellowship one with another. So joy or rejoicing is one of the theme. And then another theme in Philippians that also permeates the book is one of humility. We see that in both. We see that really uh, pushed as in the opening of chapter one. We'll deal with all of that as we get into the epistle, not in this video. <laughs> in chapter one, when Paul introduces himself and how he addresses his letter to the particular ones in the church of Philippi. We'll talk about that, sorry. But humility. And then when we get into chapter two, when Paul commands them to follow in the example of Christ Jesus himself, that is the example of humility, how Jesus being in the very form of God did not think it was something that form of God that he had to be grasped, to be held on to, but he voluntarily uh, 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 set it aside. He set these things aside and he took on the form of a servant by becoming a human being. 
the condescension of God, the second person. So the idea is humility. And that's why he says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. What mind? The mind of humility. So he basically talks about joy, humility, and then Christian living, keeping the bonds of peace in Christian living, especially the unity that God desires for the saints to have. All right. And finally, with all of that, let's talk a little bit about Philippi. All right. The particular church of Philippi. We see this in Acts 16, I believe. First, beginning with Lydia, a seller of purple, and then a church forms later on uh, uh, in that particular region. But one thing to remember is this was a Roman colony. And in this, this Roman colony, they were given the freedoms as Roman citizens. So it was a very prosperous place. And, and because of these, this place being, um, uh, how, how should I say, having been suited with ex-military patriots from the Roman army, it was wealthy. That's what I'm trying to say. It was a wealthy Roman colony. And so we can also see why uh, they were enabled to do what? To minister to Paul, to send Paul all of these monetary gifts with the capacity that they did. All right. All right. Anyway, 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 since this is only an introduction, I just simply stop there with the author, the apostle Paul, the date roughly 60 to 62 BC, the purpose of the letter, basically to say thank you and to encourage them in Christian living, the theme of the letter, the joy and humility and unity of the church. And we'll stop right there in the introduction with Philippians. All right, guys, see you next time as we get into chapter one.